0: Hey friend, just a quick note for you before you get into this episode. since I released this season last year I have since changed around some of the domains on my site and now the links that I mentioned in the original episodes no longer work. So before if I mentioned a link like filmmakerfreedom.com/1, that link is now filmfreedomshow.com/1 and it's the same throughout this entire season. So, sorry for the inconvenience with that, and uh, I hope you enjoy the show. Hey friends, welcome back to the Filmmaker Freedom Podcast and to the eighth episode of season one, where throughout this entire season, we're covering a single theme, and that theme is how to be successful as a filmmaker in the modern world. So up to this point, we've covered a few of the basic mindsets that you need in order to be successful in the world of filmmaking. And we've also talked about the three essential ways of making a living as a filmmaker, as well as this idea of diversifying your income so that you can actually achieve some semblance of financial stability. But now I want to get into something that's a little bit more intangible, or at least it feels intangible until you really get into it. And that's finding your own unique artistic voice. And it probably isn't necessary to tell you why this is so important, but here's a quick refresher. Now that the tools to make and distribute a film are available to pretty much anyone, standing out and making a name for yourself as a filmmaker is harder than it's ever been. And frankly, it was never easy to begin with. So developing your unique voice and having the courage to actually use it is one of the best things you can do to distance yourself from the crowd and get attention for your work. And as an added bonus, it's also significantly more satisfying to make films that speak in your voice for you. Hell, it might be one of the most satisfying things in the world to make something that is uniquely yours, something that nobody else could have made. So that's what you're going to learn how to do in today's episode. We're going to cover a few of the things that you really have to avoid if you want to build a unique voice, and then we're going to dive into the exact three-pronged approach that I teach in my course, and it should help you start building up your unique voice right away. we can dive into the meat of today's episode i want to tell you a little bit about music vine the cool company sponsoring this first season of the filmmaker freedom podcast so you have a lot of choices these days when it comes to finding music for your films and video projects but music vine truly stands above the pack not only is it refreshingly straightforward to license music you'd actually want to use But it's also genuinely affordable, even for indie filmmakers on shoestring budgets. And the best part is, the music is all thoughtful, expressive, and genuine. It's sourced from indie artists all over the globe who put the same care and attention and soul into their music as you do into your films. And that's why all of the music in this podcast comes straight from the Music Find Library. So, if you like what you hear in today's show, you can learn more about Music Vine and get an exclusive 10% discount on your first song when you visit filmmakerfreedom.com. All right, so let's dive back into the episode. So there are a lot of tangible, hands-on things that you can start doing right now to build your voice, but before we can talk about what specific steps to take, I think we really have to lay a foundation for what not to do, and really there's just one simple rule that you need to follow if you want to produce original work, and it's this. When you consume the same art as everyone else, and when you just generally live in the same way as everyone else, the things you produce are going to be strikingly similar to what everyone else is producing, both aesthetically and thematically and all that good stuff. So when I was in film school, pretty much everyone was watching the same movies, reading the same scripts, and generally just consuming the same art. Now, part of that is that we were all following along with the school curriculum and doing what we were told, but even in our extracurricular time, We were just consuming the same movies, reading the same books, listening to the same podcasts, you know, just generally living similar lives in pretty much every imaginable way. Not surprisingly, most every film coming out of that school felt like a variation on the same thing. And I mean, there were some outliers here and there, but for the most part, it was a homogenous experience, both in terms of what we consumed and what we produced. There's one more point I want to make before we get into the step-by-step stuff. And it's this idea that as humans, we're really prone to conformity. It's just comfortable for us to fit in and to be part of a tribe. It's comfortable to share the same ideas as the people you're close with. And it's comfortable to make things that you know people will embrace. And frankly, who doesn't like being comfortable? But again, that homogeny, as comfortable as it may be, is still the enemy. Of finding your voice. And even in a digital world where we have an endless supply of information and inspiration at our fingertips at all times, our psychological and sociological tendencies still push us towards conformity. So despite this fact that all of the raw materials for developing your unique voice are more freely available, it's still easier than ever to be more tribal and more insular. I know this probably seems like a a strange sort of theoretical thing to be talking about but the moral of the story is this if you want to develop your own unique voice and you're you're actually serious about this you need to fight the urge to conform and you need to continuously expose yourself to things that might make you uncomfortable that's really how all growth occurs not just in like the artistic realm so with all of that said let's finally get into some of the juicy voice finding tactics that you can start using right away So in my course, The Filmmaker's Guide to Success, there is this three-step process that I teach for finding your voice. And we'll really get into this in detail in a second, but here's just a quick overview. So step one is that you need to emulate filmmakers that you admire. Step two is to consume art and ideas as broadly as you can, and then really go deep with areas that interest you. And step three is simply to live your life and have experiences that push you to grow and to see the world in new ways. It's about growing your perspective. So now let's break down each one of these, starting with this idea of emulating filmmakers you admire. So this might seem counterintuitive, but when you're just starting out, you might already have interesting ideas, but you'll have an exceedingly difficult time trying to express them in your own voice through the medium of film. And this is what Ira Glass refers to as, quote unquote, the gap. I tracked down the original audio of Ira explaining this concept, and it's it's just really inspiring. So I'll let him take it from here.
1: Nobody uh, tells people who are beginners, and I really wish somebody had told this to me, is that um, all of us who do creative work, like you know, we get into it, and we get into it because we have good taste. But it's like there's a gap that for the first couple years that you're making stuff, what you're making isn't so good. Okay, it's not that great. It's 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 trying to be good. It has ambition to good, but it's not quite that good. But your taste, the thing that got you into the game, your your taste is still killer, and your taste is good enough that you can tell that what you're making it's kind of a disappointment to you, you know what I mean? A lot of people never get past that phase. A lot of people at that point, they quit. And the thing I would just like say to you with all my heart is that most everybody I know who does interesting creative work, they went through a phase of years where they had really good taste, they could tell what they were making wasn't as good as they wanted it to be. They knew it felt short. It didn't have this special thing that we wanted it to have. the thing I would say to you is everybody goes through that and for you to go through it if you're going through it right now if you're just getting out of that phase you gotta know it's totally normal and the most important possible thing you could do is do a lot of work. Do a huge volume of work. Put yourself on a deadline so that every week or every month you know you're gonna finish one story because it's only by actually going through a volume of work that you're actually going to ca- catch up and close that gap and your, the work you're making will be as good as your ambitions. In my case Like I I took longer to figure out how to do this than anybody I've ever met. It takes a while. It's gonna take you a while. It's normal to take a while and you just have to fight your way through that. Okay?
0: Man, I love that clip. So powerful. Anyhow, so you can absolutely overcome this gap by making work of any kind, even if you're not really emulating anybody But what I'd argue is that finding filmmakers that you really love their style and then emulating them, it'll get you to the stage where you quote-unquote make things that you actually like much more quickly. It takes a lot of the guesswork out of the process and it gives you a clear set of guidelines for what good work looks and feels like. And here's the magic part. Once you're capable of making things you like, you can start pushing boundaries, trying new things, and deviating from the filmmakers that inspired you. Basically, this process of emulating helps you build the foundation for your voice, and then once that foundation is in place, you can start forging your own path. It's a very economical way to go about this whole process, and I can't recommend it highly enough. And just a quick note on this, don't be afraid to openly emulate other filmmakers. It is not theft, mostly because every filmmaker and every artist steals and borrows from the people that came before them, whether they even consciously realize it or not. So just be honest about the fact that you're emulating and always give credit where credit is due, and you will be fine in doing this. Okay, so step two of this process is the one that's probably going to make the most immediate and noticeable difference in your work. So in order to really start developing your voice, you need to consume a wide variety of art and ideas, and then start combining all of it in interesting new ways. And that's really the secret sauce of creativity. So when it comes to doing unique work, or what people think of as unique work, that never comes about in a vacuum, it comes from taking a wide array of influences, and preferably in like fields and areas that are unrelated, and then making connections between them, and applying new thinking to old ways of doing things. So when it comes to consuming new art, don't fall into the trap of just watching the same movies as everyone else. Seek out old films, foreign films, weird art and experimental films... Watch animated movies, and and beyond that, don't limit yourself to the world of film. Read books of all types, go to art museums, see a play every once in a while. Listen to music that you might never have given a chance otherwise. Really, just go out of your way to consume all kinds of art, both old and new. Not only can you learn something from all of it, but you can take the stuff that you like, the stuff that you connect with, and you can repurpose it and combine it with other things and create something that, that truly is unique and authentic to you. So more than the artistic side of this, really pay attention to your interests outside of filmmaking and the things that you enjoy reading and the things that you enjoy studying. So you're almost certainly passionate about more than just filmmaking. And it's these non-filmmaking interests that will give your work a unique perspective and a level of depth that really no one else will be able to match. So just for instance here, right now I'm really interested in things like jazz guitar and roasting coffee and running a small business and things like (laughs) philosophy and copywriting slash persuasion. And if I were to make a a film or write in a script right now, you can bet your ass that elements of those things would absolutely show up in the work itself because I'm interested in them. I'm part of those worlds and I can infuse that perspective into my work. So beyond filmmaking, what topics inspire you? What ideas do you want to explore? Just figure it out and really immerse yourself in those worlds. There are no right or wrong answers. And going through this process, not only will you have a blast learning about stuff, but It will impact your filmmaking, and especially if you're creating stories from scratch. All right, now it's time for the third and final step in this process, and that's to live your life and have experiences that push you to grow. So interesting people make interesting art. I think most of us can agree on that, but that sort of begs the question, what makes a person quote-unquote interesting? Well, if you spend all of your time watching movies and reading and consuming stuff, you might have a lot of interesting thoughts going through your head, but interesting thoughts are only one half of being an interesting person. The other half of that equation is that you need to do interesting things. Now, when I say you should do interesting things, I'm by no means suggesting that you should quit your day job to go be an adventurer or climb mountains or follow your passion or any of that crap. It simply means that you should make a habit of doing things that are slightly outside of your comfort zone. So to start, just take a walk in a part of town that you're unfamiliar with. Have a conversation with a complete stranger in a train station. Tell your significant other something they don't know about you. Write something deeply honest and vulnerable and publish it online. Start learning a new skill that you've always been interested in but have never made time for. Just do something small that you wouldn't do on a typical day in your life. And then make a habit of doing small things like that. They really add up. And the main idea here is that all of these new experiences push us to have a more nuanced and personal perspective on the world. And having a unique perspective is really the foundation for almost all great art. Alright, so let's wrap this thing up and really put these three steps together in a way that's practical. And the first thing I should mention about this is that it's not like some kind of linear thing where you start by emulating and then consume stuff and then start doing interesting things. Instead, all of this stuff should really be happening at the same time, in tandem. And that might sound overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. I'd venture that most of us can spare 30 minutes a day or hell, even 30 minutes a week just to immerse ourselves in new ideas and do something new. And besides, it doesn't really matter how much time you put towards it as long as you do it consistently. Just make it part of your daily or weekly routine. Like every aspect of life, it takes time to develop your voice into something that's unique. But if you, if you practice this stuff in your day-to-day life and you actually carve out time and do it, it will start building up. And over time, you'll start to find that your work doesn't resemble everybody else's. It's gonna be something that is completely yours. And in the end, that's what it's all about. So that's all I've got for today. As always, hope you enjoyed the show and that you took something useful away from it, and that you're really starting to think about ways that you can go out into the world and really hone your voice and make it uniquely yours. Also, I just have to mention that over the last few weeks, I have had an absolute blast digging through Music Vine's library for tracks for this podcast. As a complete music nerd myself, I've been really surprised and delighted by some of the stuff I found on there, especially some of the more experimental, out there, and expressive stuff. And obviously, I can't use it all for this podcast because it, it doesn't really fit with the theme and the style that I'm going for but I'm confident that you can find something that really expresses what you're trying to accomplish with your next film. So head over to filmmakerfreedom.com and click on the link over to Musicvine, and you'll get 10% off any song you choose. Hope you enjoy it. Peace.